Welcome to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. I'm here today with Gabe Gayhart. His company is called Adromeda, and it is a Web3 entertainment metaverse company. So we have a lot of interesting things to talk about here today, Gabe. First of all, how did you get into this? I mean, honestly, it, it really started just with investing in my, my private time and, and then really just kind of like looking into the technology. Just being in digital for basically like 20 years almost, I kind of can see since kind of where there's certain trending and things that are going on when I'm looking at kind of like the global macro data. And it started really just kind of looking at Africa and kind of their, their utilization in terms of users online. And it appears there's going to be probably a billion new users that are going to be coming online in the next like 10 to 15 years. And a lot of that's going to be because the interconnectivity that's being built in Africa right now through their infrastructure. And so that's kind of where it started was looking at Africa and like what's going on there and the opportunity. And then, and then like, because I was already in the investment space with crypto and, and web three, I was looking at some of the other projects like Cardano and things like that. And some of the social good they were doing over there. And it just kind of caught on from there. I already had a network going on with some offshore folks that I've been working with in digital and just naturally just started like, just instead of like being business, business professional with them, getting a little bit more personal and asking them real questions about what, what it was like boots on the ground, that kind of thing. And just one of those things just opened up. You were telling me earlier that getting into this, you have a relevant story for failing to success around yeah. Web3. Do you go ahead and share that? I mean, we got to, right? Excuse the uh, LA ambiance behind me. These cars are just part of what we do around here. But no, basically, I think it happens probably in any new technology where there's probably, there's a lot of learning curves, right? Especially when you're like trying to pioneer into a space and, and you, you're, you're, you're relying on instinct a lot. And so for me, really what it was, was I was just eager to get into, get into the game. And so I was networking with investors and that kind of thing, just on my, on my own front, just making my own investments. And I basically, I just got into, I got into the wrong relationships with, with my first project. And so it was a great project. I mean, the technology we were working on and the things, the developers, I thought they were straight and narrow and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, we had like, we had great success. We had over 300 investors in it and we took off to like a million dollar market cap on day two. And like, I honestly, like I was sitting there, like with my like holding, I had 10% of the coin share. So I was like looking at it like, oh my God, like I'm literally sitting like $100,000 on day two. Like what's day 30 going to be like? And I, I thought, I thought that was like my moment where like, I've hit it. And then it ended up, it ended up being a uh, kind of a, uh, well, I got, I got poached and so did all the other investors with the folks that I went in with my co-founders basically just took the bag and walked out the door and uh, I didn't even, I got blindsided and I was kind of like the front man too, uh, in terms of. I wasn't actually like, they were doing a lot of the networking with the investors, the team was, but I was doing a lot of the pitches, like with the ask me anything and the interviews and just really just trying to like, I was excited about the technology and the things that we were trying to do. And I, I sold it and I ended up really having to walk that, that line of just like, just pure humility, like, and, and explain to everybody what happened. And it was, it was, it was, it was. It was treacherous and torturing all at the same time, if there is such a thing. And probably my biggest business fail that I've, that I've had, but a huge learning. I mean, it's a huge learning experience too, but that's not the kind of fail you want to have in business. What are you doing differently with the current project to prevent something like that? 
Yeah, so I mean, exactly. Really, it's uh, it's, it's it's broadening. It's really getting the community involved from the jump. I'm not necessarily trying to sell the community on on what we want to build uh, or what we think is cool to build, but really trying to build more focus on the social good and and the people that it's going to affect and getting them involved early on and really being more of a servant leader than it is trying to be the the poster boy, I guess you if you will, and 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 just listening, listening, seeking to understand, listening and trying to build solutions around that. I think that's that's a big part of it. The other part of two is in the Web3 space, there's I mean, the big the big attraction is is privacy. And and so I think for me personally, it's doing better at like doxing the team and really getting to know who they who they are, who I'm working with on the team and, and be willing to like turn away and walk away and, and say, okay, well, these are certain things that my community needs, or I shouldn't say my community, but our community needs. And if you're not willing to like, at least show me the ID and who you are and what you're about and give me some background, like just we would in any hiring process and in any business, then just as that person, I'm not comfortable with, with that. And no matter how talented they are, there are a lot of talented folks that don't want to be doxxed and they're legitimate. It doesn't delegitimize a space if you don't want to be doxxed, but, but just at least working with me, like I need that on, on my, on my core team and I need to know who you are. I need to know what, what you're about and we have to do. We can't just jump into business right away. We kind of have to, have to, I have to really appreciate that, that you're about what, what the community is about. And, and we're going to carry this through to the long term, thick and thin. What, what were you into before you jumped into Web3? So I had like a great career in the digital marketing space. So about 2005 or so. So I've, I've been a marketer like, so initially I was in broadcast. So I was working a lot in radio, a little bit in TV, but I did a range of things from there, from production on air work. But really where like, I think I found the part that I enjoyed was when I, I went to an independent record label uh, at the young, at my young ripe age. And, and I was a marketing coordinator there. And I got to like really be a part of that creation process of, of watching the artists like write, write the lyrics, build the album, the producers work on it, the whole album production process go, and then be the marketer that got to go out there and like really pitch it. And it was an independent label. so. It, it didn't, it didn't last forever, but, but it was a cool experience that really opened my eyes to just what you can do with marketing and like kind of how that worked. And I was able to really leverage a lot of my broadcast experience in terms of building theater of the mind with the audience, especially in radio and carry that over into like more creative. And so I dug that. And so in 2005, I, I went into digital. There was a real estate boom going on and in a lot of the states especially california and and so there was just a huge need for marketing consultation a lot of new realtors were coming on on online and that kind of thing and so i i jumped in there and when the real estate game it's it's a it's a cross-channel type of you're doing a lot of offline branding and then in 2005 digital was kind of like this like the internet was like yo it was like it wasn't a spooky thing but it was a thing that was like well i don't know how to tame that beast and so if you were able to like you know be that that, that young and barking, like technological smart person, you're, you're willing to take some risk and learn some things. And that was kind of where that started was I just jumped in the game and I just started learning digital and it just took off. The one thing I couldn't like really resolve was optimization. Nobody really knew what the hell that was or like how to do it. You ask a hundred different people and they have a hundred different things to say about it. So I decided just as a marketer, I wanted to go to an SEO agency and just learn SEO the right way. And I didn't know that was actually going to be a career decision for me. They basically, by doing that, I ended up going to a really great SEO Inc, which was a really great agency 
and this and they taught me some profound stuff got to work the cool thing there was the devs sat in-house so like we brought projects in-house and the devs were right there coding so i really got to like get the technical chops that i needed to really understand seo and at that time and around that was around 2007 and at that time there just wasn't like there was a huge need for technical seos but there the internet was booming but there just there just wasn't i just fell right into a gap and it was it was just a beautiful like launch of, of just a great career and so from there on even though i've been a digital strategist i oftentimes keep getting called back to my seo stuff and so I, i've just kind of embraced that over time at first it frustrated me that i was getting boxed into this seo thing but then i realized like you know what like there's like there's people to be taught there's there's, there's things to do with this and so I've embraced it since, and it's been a great career on the digital marketing side. So you still have that business running, the SEO side of things? Yeah, yeah. So it's still, I'm still do, I still do consultant, consultant stuff. That's kind of Dramana is like really a service base. Like that is my my the consulting uh, front. So the this part of the social good is we want to teach folks in 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 Africa, starting in Ghana, where a lot about digital skills and kind of really like because they're about to have their 1999 moment in Africa where where things are, are going to be the internet's going to be more integrated it's not going to be as fractured i mean a lot of folks are still using mobile phones there like i don't know if you remember those data plans we used to have where you'd have to buy so much data then you run out of data then you have to re-up your data they're still doing that in a lot of parts of africa so like they're they're about to hit that that crescendo moment where where for us in, in, in the western world especially in america it was an economic like it was a, it was like a, it was a, such an economic pickup for us it created a whole new economy and, and and for us to really think about how we shop, how we consume, all that kind of stuff. Naturally, they're they're there with the Western world, but in terms of being being their own entrepreneurship, being having an economic opportunity to be able to like some folks lift themselves up out of the 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 deadness of poverty, it's a huge opportunity for them to get those skills before the multinationals come in and, and that kind of thing. And once again, we arbitrage Africa. So uh, so that's part of our mission, really. It, with Andromeda's, we are a service-based consulting company, but really what we're doing is we're also teaching in and, and working with folks over in Africa to really teach them up on a skill-based side and really give them the, the tools that they need to be able to be self-empowering and, and self-reliant and, and as, as that comes on in the next five to seven years. It's very interesting that they're about to go through a technology revolution and you're going to hit that. So Gabe, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your company, how would they do so? I mean, LinkedIn is probably like the best, my, my, my best go-to. You can find me on LinkedIn by just searching Gabe Gayhart. I'm there. You can also grab me on Twitter. I, I, I usually point to those, those areas because it's kind of a two for one. If I give you my email, then I don't get your follow. So, you know, I'm, I'm being a marketer in that respect, but yeah, it, it, it could definitely pick me up on that as well. Well, thank you, Gabe, for being on the show. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design, and we'll see you next time. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more great content. Yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. It's great content.